Howdy, howdy, howdy. My name's Eric. And this is Berto. And this is totally biased. Um, Week six in the books. Week How six. How you feeling? Oh, halfway of the season now, the regular season. Um, Still figuring out what people are or what teams are. I feel like there's a there's a good, and I guess we'll, we'll, talk, we'll just go into that. There's a good group that you know what they are, and there's like a good group that could lose like any day, but could beat anybody any day type of thing, kind of in the middle. Um, but interesting, crazy season so far, upsets, blowouts, ties been contenders, injuries, all this stuff. I don't know what you want to go into first. Who are, who are you certain on right now? Ohio State being the best team. I think the, the, Ohio best, team? the best team. Yeah. I think that's the only team that's, and maybe it's because their first six weeks aren't as difficult as the back half because they will play well they did beat michigan state but that's not a real team but like they will have to play like better teams in the back half penn state which is ranked 10 but we don't know anything about penn state like they beat a shitty auburn team is like probably their best win this week they'll play michigan which will maybe prove something uh michigan same thing hasn't played anybody really you know clemson barely wins game bama struggles georgia struggles so it's a little tennessee looks actually pretty good now i think about it tennessee might look like a really good good team but Ohio State just their offensive efficiency is just absurd. I saw this thing that the second highest offensive efficiency team is Tennessee, and the difference between Ohio State and Tennessee is the same as Tennessee and like the fiftieth team or some crap like that. It's like absurd what the drop is. Um, but obviously the defense isn't as good. But I think they're the only one that hasn't struggled. Maybe because their schedule is easy. But I don't know. I don't know what you think. Do you think they should be number one or Bama dropping number three is kind of the talking point? People have been. Should they be number three? They barely won, but you know Georgia struggled. I mean, Alabama is a different team with Bryce Young. Correct. If you if you actually watch that game, um, it was pretty obvious that Milrow is not there yet. Whether he will ever get there is a question, but the one thing we know for certain is that he's not there right now. Um, he's definitely not Bryce Young. Um, yeah. And he, you know, he when he when he got in at the end or the middle of the Arkansas game, um, it was a struggle there for a little bit, and then, you know, the team kind of took over and and kind of pummeled Arkansas. But, um, that was definitely not the case this last weekend. Um, lots of mistakes. A lot of them were on Milrow, um, but some were from other players as well. So it, mm-hmm. it's it's questionable, but, um. I still think they have a pretty good defense. 17 of Texas A&M's 20 points came off turnovers. Um, and most of those turnovers, like I said, were from Milrow. I mean, fumbles, mm-hmm. interceptions, um, things that Bryce Young is just not going to do or historically hasn't done. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know if – I mean, I understand dropping them down to three just because they've, you know, they struggled for this week. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, Georgia's had plenty of struggles. And like you said, Ohio State's completely untested at this point. So I don't know anything about really what Ohio State really is other than they're good at beating bad teams. Fair enough. I, I think there's they're really good. I think they're... Oh, I think they're good. I think they're really good too. So I, I think where? to the point, they're the only one that's been not struggled. But I guess the, the thing is, I agree, I agree. I think Jalen or whatever Milrow isn't, the passer that Bryce Young is, so they had to rely on the run game, which the run game is really good. Um, but like Jameer Gibbs is still really good. Uh, Chase McClellan, I forget who else is there, but there's always 
you know, running backs there. Um, the receivers, maybe not as great, but also Milrow isn't, you know, the passer. So in the defense, they're still running the defense. So they almost go back to what they used to be with, with Saban, right? Run very well, play good defense, which works out. Um, maybe not in this, these times, I guess, where passing is such a big thing. But um, I don't know. I don't know if they should have gone to number three. I think that's the interesting thing. Um, they did barely squeak one out at home versus Georgia beat almost squeaking one out away at Missouri. So maybe that's the difference between home and away. But to your point, if they're looking at the whole thing, the Bryce Young not being there was a bigger factor, I think. So, you know, with him in, you probably don't lose by, you know, they probably win by, like, you know, 28 or something. But yeah, I mean, I don't think this game really told us anything about no. Alabama other no. than they don't have a good backup quarterback. They're not going to yeah. win a championship for their backup quarterback. That's which pretty much what it told us. Yeah, which will be interesting coming into the next game with Tennessee. So, do we know? Nobody said anything day to day, whatever. Nobody. They're going to keep it close, you know, as as possible. They're not going to give away if Bryce is back until needed to. But I mean, Bryce is Bryce is dressed out. He was. So, I don't think you'd dress him out unless there was a chance that he could theoretically play. Then why um, didn't he play? Probably because he was still pretty injured and it was like a absolute emergency type situation, which I mean, I, you know, it's like Milro had like two fumbles in the pick or whatever, like, but Milro playing bad and you being close to losing or, you know, whatever is not an emergency. Emergency is your quarterback goes down and like Milro breaks his leg. Okay, now you have nobody to play, literally no one to play quarterback. I mean, Miller looks like TJ Yeldon. You have so. a third string for that. I think it, I think there is. It's uh, Ty Simpson, Fiserv. Yeah, Simpson. Fiserv quarterback. Um, but I, I, I get the whole he dressed up, but he didn't even like throw a pass. Like I, I feel like they were never going to throw at him. They just had that so they could scheme. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, like scheme. Like, oh, you know, he could play. But I was like. If Milro were to get injured, they would throw in Ty Simpson or something and just be like, never pass this thing or something. They'd rely on other players. Did we did we learn anything about Texas A&M? Um, not really. We we've known this. We've known their their defense is really good. Um, Jell's better. Um, you're getting mature, right? Because of the true freshman and experience going on. So they're getting better, but that's all about what we learned because to your point, almost all their points came out of turnovers. So the defense kept them in the game. Um offense still can't do shit. Um at least they capitalized. They did, I guess, but like they, they couldn't get any good long drives. They, every once in a while they'd get like I think the last drive where they didn't get the points, they got a decent drive. But the defense is really good. Um McKinley Jackson actually coming back on the D tackle was ridiculous how much it impacted that. So having him back if Jalen Jones and all these guys come back with experience plus the freshman getting more experience that defense will be nails, which we've known, but the offense still, the O-line still didn't help out. Um, Haynes King might be, it was better, but is Haynes King injured? People are saying he's injured. He was in a boot or something. That's two quarterbacks that got injured because of the offensive line in like two, three weeks. So I don't know if we really saw anything. Um, Jimbo's uh, play calling, which has always been scrutinized. You want to talk about the last play? I don't really like that play. I didn't think that was a play at all. There's different takes all over the board, but I don't know. I don't know. Did you think anything? Did you learn anything from AM from it? 
I mean, I think kind of what you've stated already is pretty accurate. I, the 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 defense is, I think it's right there. Like it's still not quite there, and but you can tell. Like if you look, if you like look individually, it's it's looking incredible. But then when you look holistically, things aren't completely clicking yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can tell all the pieces are there. I mean, the DBs are incredible the d-line obviously much has been said about their d-line recruiting last two seasons Mm -hmm. so i mean the biggest gap is linebacker and they've got the number one linebacker in the country coming in as a true freshman next year um Mm -hmm. you know as long as nothing changes um i think the biggest thing for texas a&m at this point is can they can they keep their roster mostly intact for next season can for they, the defense, for for the defense especially, because I mean, and the offense, right? I mean, we're in the area of transfers, so you that is part mm-hmm. of the game now that you have to 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 mitigate is transfers, right? Keep yeah. everybody happy. Um, I think Jimbo's playing a lot more true freshmen than he ever has before. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually an incredible number of true freshmen playing, and not just you know here and there, but it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, how much of that is there are they're just better than the juniors and seniors and sophomores that are there or is it you know jimbo trying to manage that right and that's going on across the country i mean you know that question mm-hmm. of whether mm-hmm. if, if a true freshman is playing is because they're better or is it because you're just trying not to lose them mm-hmm. right you want them you're you're playing them now so that you have them for their sophomore junior year mm-hmm. but um i don't know we'll we'll see i think you know keeping morale up and kind of keeping a vision for next year is what's going to keep that team together. Um, and as long as they, as a group kind of identify with that vision and kind mm-hmm. of believe in it, then I think hopefully it sticks around. Cause I mean, who wouldn't want to play on that team if you're getting playing time. Right. So um, other teams that are real or not real that, you know, what do you got? Um, then it's like the whole, you don't know, Tennessee looks for real. Um, like I said, that offense is absurd. Hendon Hooker looks like a Heisman contender. Um, and they played kind of decent teams, right? They haven't played like Bama and Georgia yet, which are still on their schedule, which is ridiculous. Their schedule is kind of so difficult, but you know, they played kind of decent teams. Um, you know, a college game day again, too. Again. Yeah. Again. Um, like they beat a good Florida team. Um, they beat a decent LSU team. Maybe they shouldn't have been ranked, but you know, they got rocked. Um, so they have two technically ranked wins. Both those teams aren't ranked anymore, but they were ranked at the time. And then they have the schedule on the back half to prove that they could also be good with Alabama coming in and Georgia in like two weeks. I'm not sure if they play Kentucky yet, but no, those teams do that. Can they, you know, right now might be the perfect time if Bryce Young doesn't play where um, they could, you know, get that win from Bama and then Hendon Hooker has his like Heisman moment and they like move into like a top four, top five team. But, you know, I think they're for real. Um, Personally, I don't know if you think they're real or not, but I think they're really good. I mean, I think they look good and they've, you know, they, they beat LSU soundly at LSU. Mm -hmm. Um, but like you said, we really haven't seen um, 
we're going to get to see them this this weekend. Oh, right. they beat Pitt, a ranked Pitt. Yeah. They actually have three ranked ranked wins. Yes. What well, other team has that? Let's see if they have four this weekend. Well, yeah, but who else has three ranked wins so far? And to the point, like, I don't think Pitt's ranked either, but they were ranked at the time. So, like. I mean, Miami was ranked at one point when A&M beat them. And... Yeah, so that counts as a ranked win. And yep. Arkansas was ranked as when yep. they beat them, right? They would have beaten Alabama. They would have had three ranked wins also and probably been ranked high. Yeah. But, well, as we all know, early season AP polls don't really correct. mean a whole lot. Correct. But, correct. I mean, all that. Re- so what we do know, if we if we're stating that we know that Alabama is good, right? They're they're a top four team, right? Okay. Sure. So let's see what happens this weekend, right? I yeah. mean, that's the that's the. Well, thing, yeah, right? that's why this is the biggest game, right? So that makes sense. We'll see. We'll the see. Third Saturday in October. Third Saturday in October. There you are. So we are. should we should we talk about um how we did last week on our bets? Do you want to talk about it? Not really. Um, well, um we started it off with TCU at Kansas. Correct. Uh the line was minus seven, or at least when I found it, it was minus seven. I guess I'm gonna put it on there. They won 30, 31, I think it was. Jaden Daniels got injured. They're saying out for the season. Out for the season, which is unfortunate because he's one of my Heisman contender dark horse. We can't have that. And um, what's his name? Something Bean. I forget his first name. The backup yeah, Bean actually did really well. Uh, yes. Bean did really well. He had like three or four touchdowns. Kept him in it. TCU just had you know one more drive or one more touchdown. Um, so we actually pushed on that one. So I pushed with two hundred dollars because I just put two hundred on all of these. And uh, Eric pushed with a hundred dollars. Um, also earlier in the day, Tennessee beat LSU by like 40. It didn't fucking matter. They were up like the, the original, the, the initial punt or the initial kickoff, the LSU guy muffed it and they took it yep. and, and, and Tennessee got it, scored a touchdown three now LSU, Tennessee scored a touchdown within like a quarter or two. It was like 24 to three. So game over there. We both had Tennessee on that one. We're surprised it was only a minus three. Uh, I had it for 200. So I, Went to around the tenant and Eric had Tennessee for 300. So on that, and then the rest of the day happened, which I don't remember any of it. Apparently, we uh, we we hyped up we hyped up Utah and questioned UCLA, and then yes. we got exposed there. Uh huh. Um, mm-hmm. The line was four and a half to Utah at UCLA. Um, that game that game ended 42 32 UCLA. Um, yeah, and Utah scored. Uh, Utah and UCLA both scored 14 in the fourth quarter. Um, so, you know, it was a, it was a fight there kind of at the end, but it wasn't four and a half to Utah. So we, we ate that bullet. Um, yep. And, and then we had uh Florida state at NC state. Um, that was minus three to NC state. Um, we both picked NC state on that one. We didn't believe in Florida state. Um, game ended 19 to 17. So, I mean, it's still a close game. Yeah. Um, Florida are, you know, are, it was, uh, we took, we took NC state on the line. They did win, but the line being three and a half, they won by two. So we didn't get that. Um, so, you know, I think Florida state's still good, but we, you know, they're all right. I I think I still don't know if NC state's as good as. Maybe I think NC State's all right. 
Is Florida State just like actually pretty good? Uh, Florida State's good. I think NC State's like pretty good. Um, like other than the Clemson game, they're undefeated, right? So, you know, they're beating decent teams around here. Yeah. But and then, uh, and then we had BYU at Notre Dame, which was minus three and a half to Notre Dame. Um, yeah. We I, I hyped up this game big time as being oh my god I can't believe they put the line at three and a half to Notre Dame yep yep um I put four hundred on BYU yep uh it was a rough time yeah it was rough uh I think this was the one we talked about that was like our for sure take this like this is free money and we failed everybody on that list so we're one for two for free money one this for year. two yeah so. One of two, one four two. One of two. One of two. Okay. One yeah. four two means we've done three. one and okay. one and one. One and one. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So fifty percent still, free money half the time. I free guess. money. Um. Yeah. Um. I guess talking into this game's unfortunate. Kansas didn't actually drop any because you know the Jaden Daniels getting injured and they still keeping in, in into it. So they're actually nineteen. They're still a pretty good team. TCU moved up, obviously a good win away. Um, they look pretty good. They look pretty good. You know, maybe maybe they're a contender in the Big Twelve. Maybe they're a, a playoff dark horse. Um, and then UCLA, same thing. Nobody believed in them two weeks ago. They dropped with uh, undefeated Washington, and then a Utah team who, I guess, to the point we were just talking about, are they good? Or are they just like decent? Like they have two losses now to Florida and now UCLA. Are they like? A middle of pack team. I mean, we thought they were like playoff contenders. Like they would be the team to get in. The Pac-12 wasn't as was like down, whatever. Easy way to get in, and it's not looking like it that right now. They might just be okay though, like decent, like pretty good, like eight and four, ninety three. But I don't know what do you think on that one. Um, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna know more um this weekend, yeah. which we'll uh we're gonna preview we'll that know later. More about all these teams uh, this um, week, yes. But I, you know, obviously they there's two tough losses. They're out of they're out of playoff contention at this point. Um, I don't see a path for them at this point to the playoff unless something crazy happens chaos. Um, elsewhere. Chaos. It has love to it. be. It's... They'd have to win out, and it has to be chaos. You hate to see it, man. But on the um, hand, you love to see it. You do love to see it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think Utah. So stupid. Anyways, good. They the thing with Utah is they're they're four and two, but yep. their wins so they they lost to Florida, yep. they beat Southern Utah, they yep. beat San Diego State, yep. Arizona State, Oregon yep. State, and then yep. lost UCLA. Yep. So Arizona State is a dumpster fire. Yeah, but they just won. Or Arizona State beat a fuck. They just beat. I don't remember, but they just won. I'll look it up. And um, who they also beat? They Not beat Southern Washington. Utah. Utah beat Washington. Arizona oh, State. Arizona beat State Washington. beat Washington. Yeah, which Washington so, two weeks ago everybody thought was good, right? The big Penix energy. Yeah, big. We said it on this podcast. Big Penix energy. It. And then they lost to UCLA two weeks ago, and then now they lost to Arizona State, which is a bad loss. The UCLA loss doesn't look as bad now, but yeah, no, is Washington not good? Yeah, probably, but. They were 4 just, 
I just think we hadn't learned anything really about Utah and everyone was still holding them up on a pedestal from what they did last year. So they be? sorry. Who, Utah? Yeah. Wouldn't they be like two weeks ago? Oregon State. Oregon State's not horrible. They're not horrible, but they're, they're also like four and two also, I think. Yeah. They're three they're like and two. all right. Or three and two. Okay. Well, so they're like all right. Let's see. They're four and two. Yeah. Four yeah. and two. They with, beat with wins Stanford. over Stanford, Montana State, Fresno State, and Boise State. There you go. See, decent. I'm saying it feels like everybody can beat everybody right now. There's only like one or two teams that are like good. But anyways, yes, uh, Utah. Well, that strength of record is dookie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not saying it's great, but like nobody is. Like after the top like three or four, it's like a drop off. After the top three, there's a drop off. Okay, there you go. Three. You don't put Clemson in that same group or Michigan in that same group. Nope. Okay. Well, nine. Well, USC in that group. No. Tennessee. No. I Tennessee? have thoughts. I have opinions on it on USC. Should we okay. just get into it and and then we well, can bring up our opinions? Or do I'm just wanna... going down the line now. I'm just going off of memory. The three and it's Michigan and Clemson, which you don't believe in. USC, which you don't believe in. Tennessee, which I guess you don't believe in, until this Saturday if they win. Then it's like Ole Miss. Or Oklahoma State. What about Oklahoma State? They play TCU this week. Are they for real? They have they also played nobody? I kind of like TCU. I kind of <laughs> okay. like Oregon OK State. So Okay. And then uh Ole Miss. You don't believe in Ole Miss. I was bringing it up. Last I don't. Week. I don't believe in Ole Miss. Bro, I'm gonna bring up that schedule every week until they fucking lose. And then it's Penn State, which I don't believe in Penn State. But that's like of the ten, you don't believe in like eight of them. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> you, like, you believe in nobody in the top 10 other than the top three anyways go into your usc go in the takes let's see okay i don't think they're that good <laughs> did you want me to counter <laughs> it's, it's called totally biased you know? no, like, that's um, it watching some of their games right and i'll just run through their their record right they beat Rice 66 to 14, Stanford 41-28, Fresno State 45-17, Oregon State 17-14, and their Arizona State 42-25, and Washington State 30 to 14. Washington State's all right. They're all right. But watching that team is and it's Caleb is well, doing is. everything for that team right now. Like he is just improvising everywhere. Um, I will really? say it is it is pretty magical to watch. I was gonna say it's gr- great watching that team. I don't know what you're it's talking like a about. Wizard. Yeah, it's absurd to watch that team. It's so fun. It is, but I don't. I still don't think they're that good. That's my thing. I I don't. I just don't think that. I think they're fun to watch. Um, I wouldn't say they've had a very difficult schedule up to this point. Mm-hmm. Um. And obviously, we're going to see something about them this weekend. What we'll see is hard to say because uh, we don't really know what Utah is at this point. Um, okay. I think I think if you if they win out and they get a playoff berth, they will get embarrassed. Oh, but see, go ahead. No, I let, let's see what you got. I don't disagree. But then you're just saying they're Oklahoma because it's Lincoln Riley. Like every year, your words not mine. 
okay, fair enough. I said it, but I think you were insinuating this because every year Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma had really good offenses. You did, did really well, would win the Big 12 because it was like this soft conference, get in because they're the number four seed and get clapped by the SEC champ every year yep. for about yeah. four years. And now he's at USC and you just think the same thing's going to happen. Is that what you're saying? Uh, not just because, but yeah, I mean, you could boil it down to that if you wanted to. <laughs> like, like they're fun to watch. They have a crazy good offense. You know, they're slinging around, have fun. But then whenever they probably have to play a good defense, um, they're going to get clapped like Georgia or Bama, right? Maybe Clemson. Um, okay. Okay. I don't think that's a horrible take. I just don't know who you think is good. It's a problem now. UCLA. What about UCLA? Um, DTR. I think Dorian UCLA. Thompson Robinson, if you don't know who that is, DTR. Dorian Thompson yeah, Robinson. DTR. Yeah. Dude's pretty good. He could be a Heisman contender. JSN. JSN. Never. Has he come back yet? He hasn't done check. No, he hasn't. Um, yeah. I mean, UCLA is undefeated. You know? Um, TCU's undefeated. TCU's Max undefeated. Dugan. Max, Max Dugan. Dugan. <laughs> the dual threat quarterback. Dual threat, Max man. Dugan. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, like you said, we don't really know where everybody stands at this point. Um, this is why the playoff poll doesn't come out till yeah, till two or three weeks from now. I get it. I season. get it. I would just say, like, I agree. I think USC is not going to get in. They're fun to watch. They have good offense. Like that's what Lincoln Riley is known for. Um, I think just what's going to happen is he's going to falter somewhere, or if he goes undefeated. Um, they're going to throw in two SEC teams, probably Bama and Georgia, if they're undefeated all the way through, which we're halfway there. Um, probably the Big Ten champion, if not two Big Ten teams, and then fuck up everything with two Big Ten teams and two SEC teams. But probably they do one, and then the ACC champ, probably Clemson, right, type of thing. Um, or maybe the Big 12 champ. I think either of those teams will have a better resume than USC, kind of to the point we talked about. Utah seemed like the easy path. And USC now has an easy pass, but I don't think they have played a ranked team, and I think they're going to play, like, Utah, and that's, like, it. So they're not going to have, like, those key good wins, and to your point, like, they're going to crap on shitty teams and not get the respect they need. So I agree. I kind of see it. Um, they are fun to watch, though. I think they're fun to watch. Speaking of getting crapped on and Oklahoma. Okay, I was going to say, okay, this is a good segue. It's a better segue for you to brought it up when we brought Lincoln Riley and Oklahoma. I know. I'm tr- I, I was th- I've been thinking about it since he did it, and I was like, this is a perfect wagon on over. You yeah, know, I'm so going to wagon over well. to that. Um, um, I got do, takes. Do, I got do take Oklahoma on this fans I gotta take on this need monster, to stop blaming Lincoln Riley? And for come what's going to, on? Yeah, and come to terms with the fact that they're just not as good as they think they are. I think so. I think that's uh, true this year. Um, they got clapped 49-0. Um, they, they didn't have their starting quarterback, Dylan Gabriel, so there's that. They had, did run a lot of Wildcat, and General Booty never came in, so I was upset about that. <laughs> but the guy just would have done something. With that name, he would have done something. But they had the other quarterback in. For those that don't know, General Booty is a backup quarterback at Oklahoma. Yeah, dude. It's his is. name. He played like a snap or two, but um, they ran a lot of Wildcat. Um, Brent Venables is known for his defense, not his offense, and his defense is dookie right now. His offense, obviously, it's not his fault because that's not what he does, and running a Wildcat 
never but he's really a head works. coach, so. Yeah, he's a head coach now. But running a well, it never works. We all know that. But this is my take. I think you're right. They should, OU fans should temper their their expectations, right? I think I said this. I don't know if I said that on this podcast, because I've been saying it for weeks that OU is going to go like 8-4 this year. So I don't know what everybody was not listening to. They should have been listening to me. I've been saying this forever. But do you think, and I think this is my take, that they're, if they hold on with Brent Venables, they would be in a better spot to get into the, in, when they go into the SEC than if they would have kept Lincoln Riley two years from now when they go into the SEC. Because Brent Venables can recruit and build a defense and make that thing work versus Lincoln Riley is never going to have a defense. And whenever you go into the SEC, to this point, he was never going to be able to beat them. He's going to do well in the U- USC. Like, they both are better at their places now than if it would have been like Brent Venables never came there. No. I understand there's three losses. I get that. But it's year one. The expectation at OU is high. But I think it will pay dividends two years or three years. Nobody really knows when they're coming in, supposedly. In the SEC, it will pay dividends if they wait long enough. I think that's my take. False. That's it? Yeah. No, no. No, back then, no I, I, I think... I think they'll be better than what they are now. Uh, but there's a lot of pretty bad reports out right now about the culture in that, within the, within that program. Um, it's a lot of talk about just a complete lack of effort um, in these games, um, which is just generally not a good thing. Um, so it's hard to say, I mean, he needs to get his culture together, but he also needs yeah. time to put his own team together. Um, so I think he'll be better off. Will he, will they be better off with Venables over, over his predecessor? I don't, Not right I don't now, think obviously. so. Obviously you can't like, it's whenever you do the breakups, right? The whole, some team leaves or something right now. No, Lincoln Riley. Won I, th- the I think Lincoln Riley is a better recruiter. And I think they would have been better off with Lincoln Riley because I think he probably could have found a defensive coordinator to do what he needed to do. Um, a better defensive don't... coordinator than than Brent Venables. Well, Brent Venables needs to find a better offensive coordinator than Lincoln Riley. Then he doesn't. He has Jeff Levy. Okay, I'm saying yeah, that's what I'm saying is like you'd have to find someone better. Jeff Levy is like, considered like the best OC in the nation, or he was before this year. But... Yeah, I was going to say they haven't they scored zero points in their yeah, last but game. He was so. considered like one of the best the past like two years and Brent Venables is considered one of the best defense coordinators. I get it. Did all that matters is the W's and the L's. So I get it. I'm just thinking two and years. Not getting line. beat 49 to nothing. I think yes. that's a, that's a key factor. Well, yeah, I get that. I'm just saying a few years, but yes, they are bad right now. I've been saying it. I, I'm not like arguing. They're not bad. I said this weeks ago. I've been telling everybody they will go eight and four. Enough about OU. And- let's jump. Let's jump into our our most popular segment back high popular demand how do they know how how do do they know do 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 do. what is your record i forgot now um 60 percent or something yeah somewhere on there we could go back and check yeah we'll go back and check we won't okay (laughs) okay um Great week, uh, weekend of games coming up. We have six ranked games. We're in com- we're officially like pretty deep into conference play. Six ranked games, 
all pretty much could affect who's going to win their division slash conferences. So really good games. Um, I guess we'll just kick it off. The number one or the best game right now. Surprisingly, it was hard for me to break this down. Number three, Alabama and number six, Tennessee. What do you got? Yeah. So 2.30 PM on CBS. Um, just for those of you who want to catch that game. Um, I think I still think Alabama's Alabama. Tennessee's a little bit untested. Alabama might be as well, if you really look at it. Um, but you know, as long and this is, you know, my number is assuming Bryce Young is playing, right? Um mm, okay. I don't know. Tennessee's defense looked pretty good against LSU, but LSU's offense is not necessarily what anybody would call good. Um mm. so it's hard to really tell what, what's going on there. Um so I still, like I said, still think Bama's Bama. Um, I've got Bama at minus nine and a half. Oof. Okay. Uh, you obviously believe highly in Bama. I guess it presumes Bryce Young is playing. I don't know what they presume. Maybe they say he's in or not. I don't know. They have it Bama minus seven and a half. I don't know if we count that as one or not. <laughs> yeah, it is two. Two is what we count. Okay. 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 That counts. That All counts. right, that counts. Counts. All right. Um. Yeah. Bama minus one and a half. A little bit surprising. It is in Tennessee. Maybe because of the whole rice run thing, it'd be closer to twelve or something. But we don't know. I guess. I guess that's all right there. Um, the second game officially, this conference has a decent game, so we can throw them in here. Um, number ten, Penn State at number five, Michigan. Who do you got? Yep, and for those who are looking to watch, that game's at 10.40 a.m. on ESPN 8, the Ocho. Nice. So you can catch that. Um, so we're back to untested teams. Yep. Um, Penn, Penn State is very untested. We have no idea what they look like, you know, at all. Um, they don't have any wins that I would point to and say this, is, this tells us a lot about the team. Um, I think they're a solid team. We also don't really know much about Michigan. Um, realistically, uh, they also don't have a lot of wins that you could point to and say, you know, this they're they're really good. This game is the first game of a series of of matchups in the Big Ten East that's going to really tell us, you know, mm-hmm. who's good and who's not. Um, so I have Michigan at minus eight and a half in this one. All right, yeah, I think uh, everybody agrees that nobody knows anything about these teams, specifically Penn State, Michigan, maybe a little bit more, but um, they have it as Michigan minus seven. That's a two, two, no, two for two so far. Count them. Not as much as you, but yes, minus seven, so at least a touchdown. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It is at Michigan, so then maybe that's a home field advantage type stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't know how I feel about that one yet, but anyway, I guess I guess we'll know when you put your picks in. I guess we'll know. Um, the third game is um, a Big Twelve game, also a very big game. I don't think at the beginning of the year anybody would have thought this game was that big. They would have thought one of these teams was just better than the other one. Um, but we have number eight Oklahoma State and number thirteen TCU coming off a big win at Kansas in TCU now after being winning in Lawrence. So, who do you have on this one? Yep, for those looking to catch the game, 8.06 p.m. on Disney+. Plus. Um, 
TCU uh, coming off a big win against Kansas was a line that I never thought I would say, but here we are. Um, OK State is a solid team. Um, you think they're good or are they not good? You, <laughs> I think they're good. OK, at least somebody in the top 10 is good. <laughs> I, I said they're good. They're not great. Um, oh, my gosh. They have flaws. They have weaknesses, you know, like everybody. I think TCU is good, um, but, you know, their best wins are over Kansas and Oklahoma. Um, that Oklahoma win looked really nice until we realized, mm-hmm. you know, everybody realized that Oklahoma is really bad. Um, so what do we really know about TCU other than beating Kansas? Again, we don't really even know that much about Kansas. Um, they're fun to hype up, but they really also haven't proved much this year. So no respect, no respect at all. I know. Um, I have okay state minus four at TCU. The disrespect on TCU, Kansas. Yeah. So I was also surprised at this line, but it's an interesting line. They have TCU minus four. Maybe because of the home field advantage, I am a little bit surprised as well. Maybe it's because, to your point, the automakers are high on the Kansas win because it's an away win, even though it's backup quarterback for half a game. I don't know. Maybe they think Oklahoma State isn't as good as anybody thinks they are, I guess. But, yeah, I'm a little bit surprised on that one. Sounds like free money. Minus four. That might be a free money one right there. Maybe. Maybe. Free money. Two and one so far. Moving on to... The next conference, the ACC, another game that also a lot of people probably wouldn't have had at the beginning of the season as a big game, but two very good teams, um, one undefeated, um, Syracuse and NC State. So number 15, NC State at number 18, Syracuse. Syracuse, by the way, has probably the worst back half schedule that I have ever seen in eternity. I don't have it up right now, but it's brutal and i will bring it up before you go just so i can tell the fans how bad it is they are undefeated so respect there but they play number 15 nc state this week they play next week number four clemson they play notre dame and Georgia, just kind of a mediocre team but still good they play pittsburgh florida state wake forest and at least they get boston college so yeah that back six is uh back seven i guess is absurd so anyways nc state at syracuse who do you got NC State was super hyped up preseason. Um, they just came off a close win um, against Florida State, who is a good team, I believe is a good team. Um, I, I'm i not as high on Syracuse um, myself. Um, so you can catch NC State win by two and a half, and you can do that at 2.04 a.m. on NC State's TikTok. All right, well... <clears throat> I don't know what people are thinking either. They haven't played anybody, but they have Syracuse minus three and a half. So essentially a pick them since it is a Syracuse in the, in the dome, whatever. Um, I guess that's why, because if you take the three points, you know, pick them. I don't think Syracuse is that good. I guess we will see if they crank out these next five, six wins that there should be like number three in the nation, but I highly doubt that. So <laughs> highly doubt that. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. It's a hot take, but. I mean, I, I'll just read. So, Syracuse's wins are against Louisville. Bad Decent. team. Decent. Bad. UConn. That's horrible. Bad. Purdue. Decent. Yeah. Eh. They're pretty good. They're like four and two, aren't they? Virginia. Nah, Wagner. Mediocre. mediocre. Wagner. 
Your manager doesn't count. No. So again, we don't really know a whole lot, but you know, we'll see. That that line is surprising to me, though. It's a little bit surprising. I get it, like it's a toss-up, but I or maybe they're putting too much on the home field advantage. I don't know. Or maybe out. maybe they maybe they don't <clears throat> look favorably at Florida State and see mm. NC State playing a close game against Florida State as being a sign of weakness. Maybe I could, I could see that as probably being the more likely scenario. Maybe okay, we'll see. We'll see on that one. That one's an interesting one for me. Um, moving along to another SEC game, we've got two SEC ranked games, um, and also they're cross division games, so it's interesting. You don't get these all the time. We have uh, up and coming number sixteen Miss State with the Will Rogers and Mike Leeches um, slinging it everywhere. At number 22, Kentucky with Will Levis potentially coming back and having mayo in his coffee and eating bananas with the peel on it. So, who do you have on this one? Well, if you want to watch Will Levis eat a banana with a peel on it, you can tune in at high noon on the AMC. Um, like he doesn't peel it. He just like... Yeah, he just shoves it in his mouth and eats yeah. it like an animal. <laughs> and then he puts mayo in his coffee, so. Okay, something else. I, I think Will Levis is good, but I think the team around him isn't um, yeah. where it needs to be for them to be what people thought they were going to be, right? Which is competitive in the SEC East. Well, um, I mean, they lost to South Carolina, but he was out, so take it. Yeah, as but you still shouldn't lose to South Carolina. You know, maybe you should, you should put be able to put Stoops in and still beat South Carolina. Um, no, incorrect. That's that's a that's a. That's a psych. Okay, go ahead. Um, I think Mississippi State's a pretty good team. Um, I think that offense has been humming. Mm -hmm. The air raid is working. Um, you know, Leach is in the SEC now. He can recruit as an SEC school. Um, maybe he's getting That's finally getting means? the players. May I <laughs> I He's in the SEC so. now, so he can recruit as an SEC school. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, before he was recruiting as a big, big twelve, you know, and then you know, Pac twelve, Pac twelve, which not quite as good. So, who knows? But I have Miss State at minus three. Um, okay. Um, yes, they are humming. I am surprised that you said they're good because you think nobody is good. What about their loss to LSU? When I say good, I mean. <laughs> when I say good, I'm trying to imply how no this is goes for everything when i say good or bad i'm saying good meaning i i agree with kind of where they're ranked or they should be better if i say they're bad that means i disagree with where they they are ranked and they should be lower so you think miss state should be a top 10 team no okay well they're i like think they're 16. about i think they're about where they should be okay well if they win this game they're gonna get higher but anyways yes. going to the line you said minus three correct Line is Miss State minus six and a half. I don't know if the Will Levis potentially not playing or yeah, that could be that could be it, or they really don't believe in this team to your point because of the South Carolina loss. I don't know. The Miss State beating Arkansas and AM don't look as good anymore. You know? Yeah. You know, AM's not ranked three and three. Arkansas started like eight in the nation is unranked. You know, they've lost like three, like does don't look as good. So maybe I don't know how they're pumping them up. And the Los Alamos Eagles look good, but might miss state minus six and a half. You started right. off good. You started off two and zero. Oh. What are you at now? Two and three. Two and three. Yeah. It's right. rough you time. Redeem yourself on this last one. Let's see if you can. Um, the last conference, um, Power Five conference, 
Um, Pac-12, number seven, your favorite team, USC, uh, fighting Lincoln Rileys against your other favorite team is a disappointment, number 20, Utah Utes. What do you got on this one? Yeah, so if you're looking to catch that game, 5.30 p.m., and you can catch it in between Major League Baseball uh, pitches. Playoffs uh, going on. Yeah, so during the playoffs, you can catch this game in a box in the corner of the screen, um, a la Aaron Judge. Um, Thank God so, he had a 62. Thank God. God damn that guy. Um, <laughs> USC. I, I talked about him a little bit before. They're exciting to watch. I don't know if they're that good. Okay. We'll see. I think they've got some really good pieces, but then there's not a lot around them. Right. I mean, that's, that's sort of the reality of kind of where, what he stepped into. They have some good transfers. They have Jordan Addison. They've got Caleb Williams. Um, you know, they've got some good players, but then, you know, how good's the foundation, how good's the rest of the team, you know, is that going to support them? Caleb Williams is kind of running for his life a lot. Um, you know, having to create and make interesting and exciting plays, but not a lot of times is that really what you're wanting (laughs) in the first place. Um, I think Utah, I think Utah bounces back in this game. I think they, you know, this is kind of their going to end up being their kind of Super Bowl this season. Um, you know, one game season to kind of save their season. Um, I, I put, I put Utah at minus one. Mostly because they're at home. Utah minus three and a half. You were going the right way. I thought you had it. I thought you had it when you were like comeback ah. game, all that. I thought you had it closer to minus three. Minus three and a half. I guess they have it as a pick em type of thing and then the home field advantage. I think I agree. I think this is the type of game where USC could lose after all their offense being really good. But, you know, I, I also don't think Utah's that great. So there's that. Yeah, I I put minus one just partially because I thought that the the odds makers were going to be more high on USC than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of was like, I figured they were going to skew it that way. I actually kind of thought they were higher on USC even than that. And I mm-hmm. was thinking that I was going to be on the, uh, the other side yeah. of the line than yeah. where I'm at. So yeah. that's, I, it's encouraging to me, honestly, yeah. that... Uh, no, I, it's a lot of. I was on that side. Interesting lines. That one caught me off guard. The Syracuse caught me off guard. Um, the oh TCU one caught me off guard. Those three caught me off guard. So interesting lines. Um, I agree on that Utah one, but we'll see there. You don't think Utah's good? You don't think USC is? You think there is a good go to this? You think is there a good Pac-12 team? Is it UCLA? No, Oregon. Oregon's ranked like twelve. The Bo Nix, bro. The leg, the legend of Bo Nix. The legend no? of Bo Nix. No, no, I don't believe. I don't. Other than the first Oregon. game losing to Georgia, they're undefeated and just cranking out wins. You know, Oregon could finish the season with one loss. I think that's very likely. Of course, that's just a statement of fact. But you know, I. So are I, they the best team in the Pac-12? I think they could end up being atop that conference yes at the end of the season okay okay so at least you think they're good and maybe ucla maybe maybe i think ucla is i so i think (laughs) usc has time to figure some more things out by the end of the season there i think they need to figure out some o-line play um, and get themselves situated 
Um, and they still, you know, it's a new head coach. So there's a lot to figure out. Um, I just think right, right now, I don't think USC is the number six team in the country. Okay. I get that. I get that. There's also talks of a potentially USC and UCLA could play for the Pac-12 championship, which would be pretty ironic. You know, they play if they play Pac-12 championship and less than two years later, they're not in the Pac-12. That'd be funny. Um, but we'll see. Um, like I said, a lot of close games. So you, anyway, anyways, you went two and four. You got two out of your six. I think that dropped your record a little bit from the to past about 500. Weeks. Yeah, right. Probably to about 500. Still pretty good games. Um, a lot of conference you got, games. You, you got your, your bets? Yeah, but I don't have the money num- number yet. But I would take um, Bama at Tennessee. I would take Bama minus seven and a half. I think with um, Bryce Young, they can beat him. Um, I think they would expose Hendon Hooker. If he doesn't, though, and if he does win or have a great close game, he'll have his Heisman moment, I think, probably this game um, and be right there for Heisman. Um, so, But either way, I have Bama minus seven there. Uh, Michigan minus seven. I actually have Penn State. So I have a Mich- Penn State plus seven there. Um, don't know anything about Michigan. Don't know anything about Penn State. I just think it'd be a close game. Oklahoma State at TCU. I'm going to take Oklahoma State there. I think TCU had a, is getting hyped up for the Kansas game. So I'll take the plus four there for Oklahoma State. Um, and I probably think they win that one out, right? Um, NC State at Syracuse. I would also take NC State plus three and a half over Syracuse. I don't get that line really. Syracuse, I don't think it's that great. NC State, I do think it's great, even though you think they're overhyped. And then the Miss State, Kentucky game. I don't know how to go on this one. Let me skip it for a second. I would take USC on the Utah USC minus three and a half. Um, just because it's three and a half, I think it'd be closer, possibly. Um, Miss State, Kentucky. I think I'll take Miss State on that one. I think. I've been saying Will Will Rogers in that air raid is pretty good other than the LSU game. Um, so I think that would take them minus six and a half. Six and a half is a lot, though, I think, for that game, personally. So those would be my picks. I'll put them on a thing, and you can send them out or something. we we'll tweet them out. Um, I mean, six and a half is a lot less than seven and a half. It is. It is. But I guess I believe in them as less than I – believe, I believe in Bama, I guess. Um, which of these games do you think will have the most impact – for that conference's division championship or conference championship, like which is the most impactful for the whole conference of these games? Um, I think, I think it has to be Oklahoma State TCU. That's what I was thinking. Hmm. In order, it's Oklahoma State TCU, and then USC Utah, and then Penn State Michigan. Oh, you don't have Tennessee Alabama there at all. Okay. Okay. No, because if Alabama loses, it's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal because they can still make it. And if you think ten- Tennessee still has to play Georgia. Yeah. yeah. So that makes, sense. that makes sense. There's nothing nothing would be decided from that game. Like there there would be nothing in that game if, that would be decided. So what you're saying is if TCU beats Oklahoma State. Yeah, the, everybody still track. has to play games. Yeah, yeah, right? obviously, obviously. But if you're looking you think at TCU divisions, would have the fast track in. Well, I think it's I think because because they play in the Big Twelve, yeah. and there aren't divisions, right? Yeah. Which it's just you know straight, straight up, up your yep. conference record. Um, 
I think that gives that game an edge in terms of importance for the conference championship. Um, well, Utah UCLA also. The Pac-12 doesn't have a division anymore. Yep. But so, do, I guess the point is, do you think if TCU, if Oklahoma State wins, they're like fast track to win the Big Twelve, or vice versa? If TCU wins, they're on the fast track to win the Big Twelve. So you're getting it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so that, that was what I was thinking also. Yeah, I think the winner of this game will likely be in, in that if game. not both, possibly. Possibly. Um, I I mean, yeah, just like I said, Bama Tennessee. I just think that's. We're we're gonna there a lots it's gonna be a fun game and we'll know more about each team. But in terms of a conference and getting to the conference championship, because they're on opposite sides of the conference, it's not going to matter because they're their tiebreakers doesn't matter. Alabama can drop a game uh, because every every team in the ICC West already has a Ole Miss loss. Old Miss doesn't. Old Miss I'm doesn't. Telling yeah. you, you forget about the Old Miss. They still have to play Bama. They do, but then if they were Ole Miss to still lose, still has to a Bama, big. Old Miss still has like their most difficult schedule ahead of them, so we'll see. They do. I'm telling you that. Okay, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm just telling you. Watch no, out go for on Ole Miss. It. Go on it. Watch out for Ole Miss. No, I agree. But going to the thing, I agree. I think Oklahoma TCU, the winner will be in the front runner. Then I had Penn State Michigan because who, like they they could mix some stuff up there and there are only really three teams in that conference that's what i was making the joke uh, last time yeah but i mean my thing is I, neither of those teams are going to play for the conference championship no matter who wins in this game in my opinion that you don't think either of those going to play oh, oh you don't think either of those teams will be the highest state <laughs> interesting okay yeah and i threw away nc state syracuse and i threw away miss state kentucky um and then I think Utah, U, USC could do some stuff. So interesting. I think it's good. It's a good setup of games. People are saying it's one of the best um, or as accurately hyped weekend as there's been in a while because of like six ranked games in conference. You know, all the conferences has almost all of them have one or two loss, you know, ramifications. So it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun weekend. Your picks will come in later today, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Okay. I will so post they, them later. We go. I, I may not. I may not go chalk this time on my lines, just because some of the lines surprised me a little bit more than I would have thought. So we'll see. Okay. Are last we week key... I went base. Hmm? Go ahead. I was just saying last week I went chalk completely on where I put my line versus the actual line, and I mm. bet on that side. But mm. I may not do that this this week. Okay. Because obviously are I didn't we... do well last week. Are we? Throwing in the Oklahoma State, is it Oklahoma State TCU or that that's the game or the NC State Syracuse that that's the guaranteed money for you? If I had to pick between one of those, well, the six, I guess, which is like the guaranteed money off the line. I think those yeah, are the closest if, ones. If we have to pick a guaranteed money game, um, I think one of those two is the better lines to go off of. I don't think Bama minus seven and a half is like a guaranteed money. Michigan I, minus seven. I think I think Oklahoma State TCU. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I think it's just a touchdown separate between my line and their line. Um guaranteed money take Oklahoma State. Yeah, I I think I would take my, Oklahoma State guaranteed money. Or I, okay. Oklahoma State guaranteed money on a minus four. Yeah, well, that's four. what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, on the line. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That one, and then the other one I would put after that would be NC State 
plus three and a half versus Syracuse. Yep, that would be the so, other one. Free money. If you want to have free money, you will take one of those free two. Free money. Cheap. Money. I'll say cheap money this week. Cheap money. Cheap money. Not free not, money. It may not be free money this week. It's cheap money. What? It's okay. free money. Just kidding. It's free. Playing money. around with you folks. All right. So he'll put his picks in like tomorrow or something. Also, if anybody else want to play along, message us, tweet us. You can't comment on this really, but whatever. Winner, uh, the winner at the end of the season will not win a prize. So there's that. They will win a prize of unspeakable value. Yes. Airtime. Unspeakable value. Zero money. We just can't speak about it. Yeah, so we can't speak about it. You're getting an NIL deal. <laughs> NIL deal. Oh, God. Um, okay. Well, this was how do they know with Eric? So I guess we'll see how close Eric well continues to go. This wasn't his great week, but we'll see how you continue to move forward on this one. Well, that's assuming that their lines are right anyway. So correct, correct. What if your lines are all accurate compared to theirs? And everybody wins exactly by how much I say. You know, yep. Bama no. wins by exactly nine and a half. Nine and a half. That'd be interesting. That That'd would be, be interesting. That'd be pretty wild. So speaking of wild. Are we going to see the return of a Mr. Matt Rule? That's what I was going to bring up. Yep. Oh. The, the, uh, our, our weekly segment of who got fired, college <laughs> college head coach is getting fired, except he's not a college head coach right now. Matt Rule, as you didn't know, got fired from the Carolina Panthers after starting one and four. And I think he's like 11 and like 27 or something over three years. Not great. And now he could potentially come back to college football. He did well at Temple and then Baylor. He took him to the Big 12 championship or like game, I think, or something like that, like two years ago, three years ago. Um, and then went to the Panthers and did nothing for three years to get paid. So I guess that's pretty good for him. There are openings. We know that. Uh, Georgia Tech, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Arizona State. All those teams, actually, ironically, all those teams won this past weekend. Did not realize that until today, but all the teams that have fired coaches, like those four, had won last week, which like never happened. Uh, so maybe there's a reason why you get fired midseason when nobody believes in, but if you win, you win, I guess. Um, Matt Rule, going back to college football, Wisconsin or Nebraska makes sense to me. I don't know if Arizona State does, probably not. Georgia Tech yeah probably not i think wisconsin nebraska the ones that make sense to me um don't rule out what if auburn opens up again like we all keep on insinuating we're just waiting for this shit to happen do it you cowards uh they don't fire brian harson but once they do will they go to auburn what do you think i think nebraska makes the most sense for me well i think it's also pretty interesting that we've had so many firings so early in the season it's pretty rare to see that um the question becomes, are teams going to be – teams are already moving, right, behind the scenes. But is anybody making deals at this point? That's the thing, right? Um, if Auburn thinks that they have a chance of getting Matt Rule, do they fire – do they just set that deal up in the background or do they just fire Brian Harson because they already want to? You know, does it accelerate his firing if they think they can get Matt Rule? I don't think you can accelerate it because I think it's delayed by five weeks already. So you're already behind. 
Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you do. You're already late to the party. I think. I think. But to your point, though, they could be like doing stuff behind, you know, closed doors, and then have it ready, and then just be like, okay, you're gonna get like you're done at the end of the year, right? You're gonna get your six games, whatever left, and then we're just gonna introduce Matt Rule, type of nonsense. Um, but yeah, I don't know why they haven't fired him. Where, where, do, you, where do you where do you like? Him I like my, I like Nebraska. I don't know why. I don't know why I think Nebraska Nebraska is, is good. But Nebraska, if if Auburn is in the other spot, I like Auburn also. Um, but if Auburn isn't open open to this point, it's not open right now. Um, I think I like Nebraska or Wisconsin, particularly Nebraska. Um, I assume also we're just assuming he's not going to stay in the NFL. I don't think there's really any teams in the NFL that would take him since he didn't do Jack for three years. And as we've talked and we've seen almost every college coach doesn't do well in the NFL. There's like Pete Carroll might be the only exception really that I can think of. Yeah. I can't think of another one. So like most times it doesn't work out. So I think it's going to be like, Oh, it didn't work out. He's not going to go be like the head coach of like the Jaguars or some shit, like the Lions, right. He's going to go back to college. I would assume um, and pay probably fat because the contracts right now for college football are great. So Nebraska could just be like, we need a big time hire. Let's go get Matt Rule. And to your same point, um, do it behind closed doors and just figure it out in six weeks whenever whoever the guy, uh, crap, what's the interim coach? I can't remember the interim coach name, finishes the season and drop him back down to coordinator position. I I like I like Wisconsin. Okay. Um but I think it'll be interesting to see what he would want to do. I mean, he's more of a defensive-minded coach. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to go and be successful, um, we'll either Nebraska or Wisconsin are in a more favorable place, mm-hmm. I think, to be successful more mm-hmm. more quickly. For sure. At, at Auburn, you have to get there and you have you, – yes, you can recruit well, um, at Auburn, you can recruit better than you can at Nebraska or Wisconsin, but then you also have to turn around and play a full SEC schedule every year. Um, and I think if you're looking to win games and be competitive in the the new 12-team playoff model, you're going to have a, more success in Wisconsin or Nebraska than you would, at least long-term, than you would probably at Auburn. Because you know Nick Saban's going to be there till he's eighty-seven, which is not that long, honestly. So we'll say ninety-seven. I was gonna say eighty-seven. He's in like eighty right now or something. Yeah, he's like seventy. He's Seventy-eight or seventy-nine or something. Yeah, um, that's still. No, 10 he's years, not. So. He's not that old. Yeah, he is, dude. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's like late seventies, like seventy-eight, seventy-nine. No, I think he's late sixties. Um. Okay. There you go. Let's see. Guess we'll get up. He was born on Halloween fitting in 1951. There you go. He's 71. 71. Okay, so 70s. Um, yeah, 78 still seven years though. Like yes. The way to look at that is like seven years from now so like you're talking about like the fifth graders that are going to be playing with him yeah yeah cool great thanks 
You guys are like 12, not even like 11, 10 years old. Cool. Once when they get in, they're going to be like, ah, shit, now I got to leave. Like, no, this guy's fucking fine. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think those are the spots. I think Nebraska for me, I think Auburn's still good for me, though, even though to your point, like, right, you play the SEC West, which is so much harder. I think because of the the money involved with it, the name brands, um, comparatively to Nebraska and Wisconsin um, and all that, I think makes sense. Makes sense. I, I think also him being defensive-minded makes sense for either of those teams because they're more defensive-minded teams. Auburn, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, being in SEC, Wisconsin, Nebraska are usually more defensive. So either works, but – because just depends. There could be a, a arms race to get him, as he's probably one of the better candidates right now. I know everybody always brings up Urban Meyer, but I don't think that's for real right now. But um, you also have to deal with all the baggage that is Urban Meyer. Exactly. But I mean, he's gonna come back. Like he's gonna be back in college football at some point. I don't think it's gonna be super soon. It'd be like a year or two more. But you know, we'll see. We'll see if Dion does something else with Dion Sanders. Could be a hot commodity. I don't know. I don't know. I was Eric. And this is Berto. And we were totally biased. Till next week.